Oh yes, this is the Hardcore Marketing Show. I'm Casey Cheshire, your host for this epic journey. Today's show is sponsored by Ringmaster on a mission to launch B2B podcasts that create relationships, generate revenue, and drive growth. Ringmasterlive.com. Bam. There it is. Woo, we're recording. Okay, this one, I'm, I'm really kind of excited about. Who am I talking with? Well, he's back. He is back. And the last time we chatted, he was absolutely crushing it. And he's just, it's like I talked to a rocket before the rocket launch and it keeps launching like a SpaceX rocket. And it's like we, we, we got him in what placed in a time just for a second so we can, we can learn from him and, and see what's up. What is he? Who is he? What's he doing? Field marketing mastermind, a brand builder, a networking thought leader, an absolute LinkedIn influencer and badass, a friend, is five to nine, is a dad, a Boston sports fan, go Pats, decent baseball player who can still throw strikes, host of Rep Your Brand podcast. That's a great one to check out. Director of field, community, and partner marketing at Alice, Nick Bennett. Welcome back, dude. Uh, I am so pumped to be here. This has been a, a long time coming. Yeah, man, dude. And last time we chatted, you were at an, you were at another place, and then now you're at Alice, dude. One of the biggest, fastest growing, um, and I'm a big fan of them too. So I'm stoked that you're there. I, I, a lot of the crew, I know all, they're all influencers. You guys are all influencers. Um, so I'm just glad you're here. So I'm gonna pass you this thing. It missed you since you've been here before. Okay, Thor's hammer. Here it is. Here it is. You go ahead and grab that. I got it. Yep. All right. All right. Smash for me some kind of marketing myth, bogus strategy, misconception. Set the record straight once and for all. So I think it's that employers are not empowering their employees to create content. And it's a huge miss from an amplification standpoint, from a branding standpoint. I mean, how do you think about Alice? because we're all creating content. We're all building that brand loyalty, even knowing we're only a 10-person marketing team. It's, it's crazy. And so if you're not empowering your employees to create content as an employer, one, that's a red flag and you should run, but two, like it's just a huge miss. And like those companies that don't, I don't want to say conform, but like that don't get with the times are going to be left at the train station. 100%, man. They'll be left at the train station. I love that. They'll they'll be like hey where is everybody <laughs> like yeah everyone already went to the after party you're you're still at the, you haven't even gotten off the train station but but are we are we afraid that like won't people say crazy things won't nick bennett start opining about how the patriots are the best football team ever and then alienate all of our audience so I, I think that's a, I mean, the Patriots are the greatest, even with Tom Brady, not they are, not. they are definitely still the greatest. It's, just be honest. it's a good point. And I think that, I mean, I don't think people are hopefully not like dumb enough to just go on like rampages and just like dropping F bombs on like social and things like that. Like, I think that if you're delivering value and I would say 90% of the content that I create is not even Alice related. It's, personal branding, it's field marketing, it's ABM, it's just general marketing advice. But I can tell you that when 13,000 people view my profile over the last 90 days, and they click in and they see that first line of, hey, he works at Alice. What does Alice wow. do? Oh, they're a gifting platform. Boom, connection made. Dude, you said 13,000? Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've, been, I've been running that. So over a 90 day period, so the last three months, but I've been running like 13K between 12 and 13K now for about a year, like consistently month, uh, quarter over quarter. That's crazy. And, and don't you, you have like 30,000 people following you? Yeah, yeah, like I, I did that. Yep. All you know, it's funny because I started at 2K back in March of 2020. And March of 2022, right before it, actually about two weeks before, I hit 30K. And I was just like, just think about that journey, like all organically, like 28,000 new friends that came to like follow along my journey. And it's just been like so magical what that's been able to turn into. 100%, man. Um, man. 30,949. We need one more. Uh, <laughs> click on the show notes, go over to Nick Bennett and hop in there. If you, if you're not already doing that, 
um, already, which is probably the entire audience. Um, yeah, man, that, that grew. I, I, you know, I think one thing that happened right before that 30,000 was you were on the hardcore marketing show. Uh, and I, I actually read that you were on like 70 other shows too, but like you were definitely on this show and maybe that's, maybe that's what happened. You know, that that's what it was, you know, fun, fun fact. Like this was, I think like when we, when I was on the first time, I think this was like the second ever podcast that like I did. And I had no clue what I was doing. This was all still like new to me. And it was just like, right. oh no, like, am I, is he going to ask me questions that I don't know the answer to? Um, and it's just like so crazy how much has changed over like the last like year and a half, two years. It really is, man. Definitely. But I, but even the reason you were on is because I saw you just totally crushing it on LinkedIn. I saw you just commenting on everyone. You were so like selfless on there. It wasn't about like, look at me, I'm Nick Bennett. It was like, I am like all about all of your content, you know? And so when the time came that it was your content, man, people were just hitting you up. So you're, you're like a great model for this. So to back to your original myth of like empower people to do this in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, you could have one voice or you could have like you said, 10 people, in your marketing department, all saying the same general idea, but in their own fun way. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, if you think about that, it could expand beyond marketing. Like we, uh, you know, we, I think we have like 150 employees or something like that. Um, and so I'm actually creating an internal masterclass um, to present to the entire company on how to build your personal brand. And think about that amplification that if I can even get, say there is 150, I think it's maybe a little bit more than that, but like, say, even if I can get a third of those people to jump on this journey and we're all creating content on a weekly basis, it's gonna, like any personal page, well, 100X what a, a company page will do. And then you get say, you know, 30, 40, 50 other people doing that and everyone clicking their profile, that's how you start to skyrocket. And that's how you're driving more business for the, for the brand overall. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, of, little bit of tips, little guidance, but you know what? It's, it's good though, because you help those employees out with their career, right? you know, no, no shade, but that the companies you were at beforehand, you know, they were like the companies I was at beforehand where, you're, all right. But then you, something like Alice is like a, you know, when, when you joined them, I was like, I, I noted it. Right. It was like, it was written in the log book of the marketing hall of fame where you go, yeah, something's happening here. You know, Alice is uh, making some good calls. Like it, it's notable. Uh, and so, yeah, you're, you're helping, you're helping people get to where you are, where it's like, look, this is, this is what I did. Now I'm, now I'm having my pick of amazing companies. You know, you can be there too. Exactly. And it's, it's all about the long game. I mean, let's be honest, we're all not going to work unless you own the company, but like, we're all not going to work at Alice forever. Sure. It's a stepping stone to something greater, but we're playing the long game in creating content for ourselves and getting ourselves out there so that we do feel more comfortable that we're building in public, that we can tell that story and then turn that into future employment opportunities. Yeah. I, I remember some cartoon. I don't know if you've seen this one where it's like a stick cartoon of a CEO and a CFO or something. And they're like, you know, what if we train them and they leave? And the other person's like, well, what if we don't and they stay, you know? <laughs> so yeah. What if we train them on their personal brand and they leave? Well, you know what? Cool. But at least while they were here, they crushed it. Otherwise, Oh, don't train them. And they, and they stick around forever. And then we, we never get that benefit. Exactly. And it's like, I mean, you would think, especially in 2022, like in the startup world, especially like companies and employers want to help their employees grow. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like yeah. we know that Alice isn't like, the, the ending, like last move for a lot of people, like they're going to go on and they're going to do great things, but anything that they can do to empower their employees that work here to help them further their career, they'll, they'll do it and they'll double down on it. And I think that's why, like, I've been trying to like be such a big advocate of this. And when I go to our leadership team and I'm like, Hey, March alone of this year, I'm going to drive a million views on my content. Think about if we mm. get these other 30 employees over Jeez. time driving a million views, that will be worth way more than any ad spend that you'll ever pay. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the cost per impression or any, yeah. do any of that math. And you're just like, okay, this is real money we're saving here. <laughs> yep, real exactly. money. And all those brand hits on LinkedIn, you know, especially when, it, you know, I know you, you've got your podcast, which is uh, you know, shout out to the podcast, um, rep your brand. Everyone should go ahead and subscribe to that. 
you've got you've got listeners there, you've got hits there, and people you got your guests sharing that they were on your show. You're creating all this energy, and if you can, you know, benefit the team that you're with at the same time, like all the better. Exactly. I mean, it's I know everyone's trying to say like they want to become media companies, like all these B2B companies, like I want to become a media company. And you have people like, you know, Chris Walker and Dave Gerhardt and like Justin Welsh, like they've all started to like create content and they're doing it for more. It was mostly themselves, but now like Chris is, you know, refined labs and like, he's got all his employees that are doing it and building their own brands. And like, just think about like how many like people think of like, you know, Chris Walker and then tie that to refine labs, see all their employees tie that to refine labs. When I need help with what they help with, who am I going to go to first? It's going to be refine labs hands down. Yeah. And then the people realize that I had this idea when you said refine labs and you remind me of that, it's like a brand incubator, you know, and then people want to go to Alice or refine labs or wherever, because they know when they get there, not only do they like career advice, no, no, no. We're going to help make you into you into like that superstar version of you, whatever that is. And here, and we're going to teach you and train you and, you know, you get, get support and nothing like having other rock stars in the company to show you how it's done. And maybe, you know, throw a little visitors your way, you know, teach you a little bit how to do that. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. And everyone yeah. rises together. Sick, man. So how do you do that? How are you doing this? What, what's your, your, um, your evil plan? What's your master plan? How do you put this together? How do you organize and herd personal brand cats all to go in the right direction? So it's, it's a good question. So myself, uh, Christina Nalban, who is one of our director of sales and Alexi Mudwar, who's with, um, she's on our strategic sales team. So we've all been creating content for a while now. And we kind of were talking amongst the three of us and we were like, what can we do to like empower everyone else? Um, and our leadership team, they also want to get in on it because they realize how big it is. Like Greg, our CEO, he was big on posting on LinkedIn and then he just kind of like stopped and like, he wants to get back into it. And some people just, they need like help. They don't know where to start. They don't know if their stories yeah. are interesting enough. And so we said, all right, why don't we hold this like masterclass session for the entire company? Um, and so it's an hour thing where people bring their questions. We go over kind of best practices, tips and tricks. It's recorded. And then we can kind of use that as like, this is the standard going forward. And then we've created a Slack channel for all employees to hop in and just, hey, if you have questions on what to do, or if you have questions on like what types of content do, do well versus don't do well, like drop all of those in there. And it's been, we, I mean, it's been, we announced it, I think yesterday. And there's already, I think there's like 30 or 40 employees already in there. Wow. 30 to 40. And it just, Man, I mean, that right away, even just hearing about it, I'm sure it makes everyone kind of jealous, like they want to get access to it. But maybe it's something that you can only get if you're part of Alice. And then you're like, okay, well, clearly I want to go. That's where that incubator comes from. Like, man, I want to hang out with Nick. I want to, you know, Greg, by the way, is great, great, great dude. The whole team over there is just so, so good, like good people. I think that's a part. I don't know if that's a part of your, your class, but maybe it's just natural for the people that are there. But I know that you got to be selfless and you got to be, caring about other people you can't like you can't fake it i mean because i i hate those people that are just promoting themselves for their own sake and you can tell and it's just, ugh, it's gross but when you when people are caring you're just like oh i want them to succeed i want them to get more followers exactly it's all about being like authentic like people yeah. like i post stuff on linkedin that's like of like my daughter of like personal stuff like i don't just i don't like i don't talk about just professional things and i yeah. think bringing my authentic self onto the platform and just being who I am and writing content because I want to, not because other people tell me to, um, I think has made a huge difference. Plus it, it, it makes you so much more relatable when you say like, oh, hey, he's just like another person like me, like regardless of how many you know followers or how much engagement you get, like you're, we're all just the same people. We're just doing our own thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it sounds, sounds like, and I, I learned this from, from Greg back in the day that, um, that five to nine, you know, maybe you could explain that for some folks who haven't heard that one. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know, everyone knows what your nine to five is like, you're a marketer, you're a salesperson, but what are you passionate about in your five to nine? And that's everything that our company values, everything that we empower our own employees with, like the events that we do, we call them five to nine events. Like for me, it's like, all right, great. You're a baseball player. You love the Red Sox. You love sports. You love having a family, but what can we do to get to showcase more what people are passionate about outside of work because at the end of the day people buy from people and if we can relate to each other that much more in what's important to our beliefs or what we kind of value like it's just going to deliver so much more from a relationship value standpoint totally totally yeah and it's the it's the full person and, and so when you're sharing you mentioning you're sharing this and that oh you could still throw a strike like you still got that heater how what speeds that at so, so I used to, I used to be able to throw about 88 when I was wow. in college. And so I hurt my shoulder. And so right now I can throw about 72, 73. Damn. Like that, that people can't even imagine if you haven't played baseball um, or been like, that's fast. Yeah. <laughs> and you see YouTube videos, that's a close approximation. You're like, wow, I didn't even see the ball. What happened? Like, where did the ball go? That's sick, man. Whew. Get a little, little, little spicy heater in there, but yeah, you got to share this stuff. You got to share the, got to share the real you. Yeah. And so then, yeah, it makes that content so much more valuable. People can connect with you. Everything just, just flows, just builds off of that. Um, any plans to take that master class out into the the real world? I don't know. So it's, it's, it's tough. I want to kind of like. I want to kind of get this down a little bit. I did release a free ebook on like personal branding and it kind of like goes over my journey, what I think is important. Um, oh, it's yeah. about like 12 pages long, but I said, you know what? People like you're silly not to, to sell this. And I was like, I, I have an ABM ebook that I was selling. And I was like, I just feel weird asking people for money, honestly. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. I was like, I'm just going to give this away for free. And I've had hundreds of downloads on it. And like people like messaging me saying like, this is fantastic. Thank you. Like, they were like, you know, are you willing to, I've had companies like ask me to like speak to their teams before. And I think it all plays into the over, like, I guess the overarching piece is like, on the side, I do LinkedIn consulting for like C-level people, for brands and for like ICs that just want to like get better and like help them with the framework that's worked for me and uh, empower them to kind of tell their own story. And yeah. it's, I didn't think anyone would be interested to be honest with you. And then within like a month, I had like 15 to 20 clients like sign up. Really? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I mean, I was just like, maybe I'm undercharging, but like, it's, 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 I'm definitely not, but I, just people, people value, <laughs> I guess what I have to say. Well, yeah. Well, the proof's in the pudding, right? I mean, you're, you're the demonstration of it. So in, in fact, you know, I, I, I don't know why I was surprised at 15 to 20 other than like, that's exciting. But as soon as you mentioned that, I'm like, damn, like who, who hearing that wasn't like, maybe I should hire Nick to help me, you know, like that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you think about it, like more, like more executives should be getting on LinkedIn, like hundred percent getting visible. And so like lots of them just don't know what to say. Like I talked, like I've talked to probably between CEOs, CMOs and COOs, like six of them in the last week and a half. And they all want, they all know the value they're leading their companies. These aren't like small companies either. Yeah. And they're like, like, what do I do? Where do I get started? How do I do this? How do I frame my content? And like walking them through like what that framework is. Um, they've been so, so thankful. They're just like, typically I do like a, a one-time consultation. And then like, if people are interested, I can continue that for like month to month. And um, I've had like five of those people sign up for a month to month for a minimum of a six month contract. So wow. Well, you know, that, that gets me wondering though, a um, couple questions. One, do we all kind of know what we need to do, but is it, is it the fact that you just, you executed on it? Like you, you were consistent, like, do we all kind of know what we should be doing and then we just don't do it or you're teaching them there's a more efficient way to do it, but then how do you get regular, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. I mean, I don't think anyone should ever just like jump in and start doing like five days a week worth of of content. It's hard, but I think focusing on stories, focusing on your experiences and how you can relate it to 
you know, helping other people. Like for me, it was failed marketing. Still, no one talks about it. You know, 800 million plus users. I'm still the only one that talks about it on a regular basis, although not as much anymore. But like, that's like what I'm known for. Like people like, oh, failed marketing. I'm going to go to Nick, even knowing it's like not really like as much of what I do anymore. Um, but just talk about those stories. And if you don't want to create your own content, go find 10 to 15 other like-minded people that you want to learn from hit that little like bell icon on their LinkedIn profile, and then just start engaging with their posts as soon as they release them. So when you're that first person that shows up there, people are like, Whoa, like that's a ton of value. I'm going to go follow this person. Even if you're not creating content, it's like an organic, like flywheel that you're, you're creating back to your profile. Oh, the bell. I wrote that as a note because you're right. There's some great, I mean, there's some great people on LinkedIn, but there's so much noise. Sometimes it gets hard to, okay, where's Nick's post? Where's, you know, where, where's all the other posts that I want to find? But you're right. A little bell action. And what's funny is everyone tells you on YouTube, oh, don't forget to hit the, the, the like and subscribe and the bell, you know, but you're like, no, I'm not going to do that. But, but you should do it for some of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do like hundred people, no. just, but like find like, I don't know, even 10 people and like, you know, 10 people that say you're a marketer and you want to learn from other marketers, find 10 marketers that you value their opinion and just click that thing. And just, I mean, you don't have to comment on every single one if you don't want to, but like, you know, jump in and like most of them are providing value on a regular basis that you can learn from. Yeah. Yeah. And in the aggregation of that, data is helpful too, right? Like I can't keep up with all these ones. So someone that was out there is just reading all those posts, commenting, engaging, and then kind of gives me a summary and links back to the sources. I mean, that would be so valuable too. And, and you're just kind of helping someone like me find all the posts that maybe you subscribe to. And I didn't know about, I would love that. Yeah. I agree. I agree for sure with you, man. This is so good. And so when it, when you have that question of like what to say, I heard you say, focus on stories what are the stories you can tell? And you know what? The worst companies you've worked at, the more stories you probably have, you know, just don't name any names, you know? Yeah. Uh, but or, or even if you worked for like CEOs that didn't get marketing or like, yeah. just, there's, there's so many things, sales and marketing alignment. Everyone says that they have sales and marketing alignment. I call BS on that because even the best companies, there's some type of like silos within there, even if it's a small one. Yeah. Like I've never seen a perfect company. True. True. And, and the bigger they are, you think the more perfect they are. Then you go in there, you're like, oh man, this thing's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> We're all people just doing our best, you know? Yep. Uh, totally. So cool, man. That's cool. I, I'm excited for this masterclass for the fact that you're empowering the Alice crew. Uh, is Alice hiring? Is that, is that marketing team getting bigger? So it, it's, it's, we actually just finally rounded out our team for right now. Yeah, see, snooze uh, so lose we, people, but hit yeah. that bell and, and subscribe to Nick. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. And I mean, I feel like a big part of like the whole reason we're like shifting focuses a little bit and whatnot, but just kind oh, of yeah. like reshuffling things around a bit. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we'll keep our, you know, fingers crossed that one day a spot will open up or the thing grows. You need a 300 people marketing team so we can all get access to that masterclass. Um, but super cool, man. So, so what else is new? So you got the class going, Alice is going, you, your, your crew is growing larger and larger following you. What's, what's, what else is new? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really just trying to figure out like what I want to do. Like I've, I've been like oh, doing a it. lot of self-reflection, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I've been doing field marketing for so long. Um, and it's just like, I did ABM and it's just like the more and more content that I create between LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm on TikTok now and starting to like do stuff over there. Like, I just love like content creation and like, I love speaking at events and I love just kind of like being that evangelist for a product and a company and like the mission that we stand for. And so I'm super pumped because I'm actually moving into an evangelist role for Alice. And oh, so I yeah. will be that subject matter expert for all things, gifting, speaking at events, doing podcasts, just kind of, you know, living that life and empowering our, our prospects and customers to kind of like take the, the most out of the platform that they can. Oh man. I love that. That is such a good role, man. It, <laughs> um, and you need the right kind of person and you are that. So, 
So you're stepping into this thing. So you get to just really focus on that content and, and that community around the place and just what, empowering everyone to just geek out on gifting and think about how they can really make people smile. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a little bit of, I think it's a couple of angles. So I think it's community, like you mentioned, but both internal, which is more of like creating raving fans of your customers, get that brand loyalty up. And then it's the external piece. Like, like I have my own community called Revenue Era. I have, you know, other communities that I'm a part of. And so it's just like, you know, speaking at their events, like making sure that we're involved either from a sponsorship perspective or just like from a giving back perspective. And so that's a big piece of it. I think, the whole micro influencer path, which I think in B2B, more and more companies are starting to double down on. Um, I've had so many brands hit me up recently that are like, hey, do you do like sponsored deals or anything like that? And it's crazy because I never thought like anyone would actually like hit me up for stuff like that. Um, and then I think it's like brand advocacy and, and kind of like surprising and delighting your customers and prospects and being that like, all right, great, you know, anything around gifting, how to use it. I am the ICP, so it makes it a lot easier. Like I know all of these pain points that marketers like me have been going through for the last nine or 10 years. And so now being able to like hop on calls on a regular basis, like go to events and see them face to face and just like hang out and, and talk shop. Like I'm so excited. And then the whole content creation piece of it, like social advocacy, both empowering your internal team to do it, but also just continuing to create content across all these different platforms and doing like fun and exciting stuff. Wow. When is it, when does this happen? So it should be happening hopefully within the, uh, within the week I should be, I should be announcing it. So um, I left a little cliffhanger on, on LinkedIn. Um, honestly, did. I, I saw it. I was like, damn, what is it? What's going on? I didn't think there would be that much. Like, I didn't think people would care that much to be honest with you. And then like the amount of DMS and like, comments and phone calls and texts that I've got were like, Hey, are you leaving Alice? I had like competitors all over my page. I'm sure you did, man. They're probably <laughs> trying to eat you up. And so it was, uh, it was crazy. I did that partly on purpose. And I think it's the marketer in me. I wanted to 100%. like, Hey, no, no, no shade there, man. Uh, that's a great move. <laughs> make a little, make a little drama arc, you know, make a little story arc in there. Exactly. So I hope to, I hope to announce, we're finalizing a few of the details and stuff, but I hope to announce it uh, next week. That's so cool. That's so cool. And so we'll be able to see you at events. You'll be able to focus really. Cause I, cause I know, I think when I introduced you, your title is like this and that, and this and that, and that's cool. Except man, the idea of being able to focus on evangelism, where did that idea come from? Cause I've definitely seen some really cool people hop into that role. Um, Ethan Butte comes to mind. He's like my favorite evangelist for bomb bomb. Uh, like, have you just seen other people? I feel like this is an evolving role, but it's so critical today. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good question because I feel like I feel like Chris Walker brought this up a year ago and he was like in B2B, and I feel like IT, it's always been a thing. Like if you think of like, you know, yeah. advocates and 100 percent like they, they they just go and they talk about like all that engineering and developer stuff and like I work for a company like that. And like, I saw that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. They just go and like evangelize the product and the brand. And I was like, that's cool. But I was like in MarTech and sales tech, it's not really a thing yet. And then like, I think of people like Sangram from, from Terminus, like he's 100%. a perfect example totally. of that. Yeah. Um, and then I think Randy is his name from, from Uberflip. He moved into like a, like a chief evangelist role. Yeah, Randy's, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so like you're seeing more and more, but from the executive standpoint, I really want to like pave the path for what this looks like from a non-executive standpoint and setting like the gold standard of like, hey, in MarTech and sales tech, like Nick is paving the path on what evangelism looks like from someone that's living it every single day, not just another executive that's like doing it as part of their thing. Like I, you know, I guess you could say kind of like an IC that's delivering on this every day and like building, you know, a massive following for themselves through content. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's so funny. You mentioned that I remember doing networking events in Boston back in the day <laughs> and it, and this was back when I guess Microsoft was cool. I don't know <laughs> if they've ever been cool, but they had this, they have this swanky, headquarters office building in Cambridge and they would bring all the events in because hey why not and it gave them you know some spotlight and whatnot and I remember 
um, I remember what she looks like too. Uh, Microsoft had an evangelist in that office and it was like, yeah, she's evangelist for Microsoft and their products and development and, you know, bringing your stuff in and you're right. They, they've been doing that forever. So it looks like now finally marketing's catching up and saying, Hey, there, there's something to be done here. Every, you know, I think everyone just need, would love an evangelist, you know, like we need these people in our lives to kind of, you know, highlight the, the cool stuff that in, you know, but champion our, our own cause for us and let us know, Hey, I've been there. Like you said, I am your, I, I am the ICP. I am you. And this, this is cool. Come check this it, out. You know, exactly. And it's like, you're like, you, you are that subject matter expert. And like, that's, I think that's a big piece of it. And I mean, it would hard, it would be hard for me, like in it, you need to hire someone with like a background like that. But when like, I've been buying gifting platforms like Alice and competitors for like years, like I, like I use this every single day, day in and day out. Like I know it like the back of my hand and like to be able to, and I, I feel like I'm already somewhat doing this. Cause like I jump on prospect calls all the time. I jump on customer calls all the time but it's now just more formalizing that and like really like letting me focus on like the content creation piece of it. Yeah. It definitely puts a humanity on the product too, mm. right? Yep. A human face to it, you know, otherwise it's just an app, you know, it's, it's this <laughs> thing called bomb bomb, this thing called Alice or whatever the hell it is or, or drift yep. or terminus, right? It's just a thing. It's just a bunch of lines of code. But when you put that face in front who like knows where you're coming from and it's like, got stories and energy and excitement is like, yeah, like, okay, that, that becomes the face of it. And that really represent, I mean, that's a big part of the brand of anything, you know? Yeah, ex exactly. And that's why like, it's funny. Cause I've talked to a couple CMOs and VPs of marketing recently, and they were telling me like, this is a role that they plan to double down on in 2022 and build around. And like, it's just, it, it's nice to hear that because I think like they're finally starting to realize, wow, like this is something like we could do a lot with that. Especially if the evangelist is making many evangelists, little disciples all around the company or whatnot, <laughs> or however you're spreading, you're, you're making mini me's yep. uh, who one day can grow to be even bigger than you maybe. Um, all around you, then then it's not even just a one-to-one -one of like, oh, we spend this much on the evangelist, but it's like the evangelist is sort of multiplying. Yep, exactly. And just like think of how, I mean, it only benefits the brand. So it's like, yeah. I mean, more than likely you already have some type of like content creator or like LinkedIn person or like someone that is a subject matter expert within the company. It's really just like pivoting around like their roles and responsibilities. Yeah. But I, I guess to your point though, it, it is also, it's a, it's, it's an important, it's an honor. It's a distinction, but it's kind of like the company's giving you credit back, which has been deserved for a while, you know, not, not just even you, but of course you, but also that evangelist role you've been out there and, you know, people have been out there just sort of putting it out there, but for the company then to say, this is our guy, I think that's really important, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's, it's just, it's, it's nice to like, you know, see, and like, I can tell you like, you know, the whole dark social thing, like I drive like two to three inbounds per week. They say, Hey, I saw, you know, your LinkedIn content. They like say me, say my name, like, like by name. And it's just like, like, think about that. Like, it's just nice to be able to kind of see it come full circle. hundred percent. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't have no better guy. And you are, you are knowledgeable in the subject too. It's, you're not, yeah, you're not doing IT evangelism. You're doing, you're doing exactly what marketers and sales needs um, to get, to get attention. I mean, gifting, I, and we'll have to have you come back at some point when you're in your, in your full evangelist robes and we'll just geek out on gifting because I'd love to just dive into that. Uh, but let me take us back real quick. Cause you mentioned a couple of things and, and um, you mentioned TikTok and Tell me about that because I think we were, we did a little prep ahead of time. You're like, oh, I was just doing some TikTok videos, and uh, what's the deal, man? You're in a B2B company. You're you're doing TikTok videos. So yeah, I mean, I you know, the more and more like I, I looked into it, I was like, there's not a ton of B2B people on there. There's more and more that join every day, and I feel like but, I'm starting to see more and more of them, even brands, but like individuals from the brands as well. And the organic reach is so high right now that it's like. Like I only have, I think like, like 200 and something followers or something, but like, I'm getting like, you know, between like 
500, a couple thousand views like per, per video. And like, that's pretty good. Like I'm dropping like two to three videos per day. Um, and it's not like, I'm not like overly producing these by any means. It's more like just taking either like the, the podcast that I'm on and like trying to come at it from like a strong point of view on how I view things or from my own podcast, or just like funny, like audio trends and tying it back to like LinkedIn or like B2B marketing. And I feel like that's kind of connected and let people know like more of like the, the sillier side of me, Yeah. Um, which although I'm not like a super professional person anyway, so. Well, I mean, it's important though, right? Cause I, I think we've generally spoken that none of us really want the buttoned up thing, you know, yeah. if, if it prevents the authentic person. So definitely. So would you say it's an experiment at this point? Yeah, I, I think it's an experiment. Is it, is yeah. It a thing? Can we follow <laughs> was, you into the wilderness on this yeah, one? Yeah, I was trying to, I want to say, I was just trying to figure out how to tie gifting into it that I haven't done yet. But like, yeah. it's something that we think is a big bet that we're going to like double down on. And like TikTok is like a company. And so I'm trying to like lead that from like a content creation standpoint. I just have to like have the time to like create those. Cause I mean, you, you see these people that like put polished videos on there and like, they spend time creating them and editing them. And I'm just like, I'm just like, boom, two minutes done, throw it up. But, um, I want to do stuff around gifting and like funny gifting and tying it back to the brand that will hopefully drive more inbounds because even being on there, this is like week three for me, I think, um, I've driven two inbounds from, you know, 150,000 person company that saw me on there. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know how they saw me. They, they sent an inbound form. They were like, saw Nick on TikTok. No way. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, like you can't argue with that. Right. So it's like, Hey guys, I'm gonna do some TikTok videos today. Nick, uh, TikTok for real. You get a form that says like, <laughs> exactly. I saw him on TikTok. All right. Let, let, let it roll. Yeah. Yeah. No one will argue with that. If you can show like business results, like no one's going to argue with you. What did you have? How did you get that? Did they just randomly on another form, write it in, or was it a, like a TikTok tied profile or something? How did you? So, so they, so on my, on my TikTok, it says I'm a marketer at Alice. And so my guess is like, they probably went to see like, what is Alice? Because I don't talk about Alice in any of the TikToks, but like when they went to Alice.com, they were like, oh, maybe I do need gifting. And they click the request a demo. And then we get the inbound uh, form request. And there's a question that says, how did you hear about us? That's required, but it's not a drop down. It's a text text box and so that's where it was Jeez, many more to come you know i've seen some you're right people put work into those i saw this one couple they walk in in their pjs and they do a little stomp or snap and then now they're in their dress clothes going out in the town you know there's all sorts of magical things you could do with you know the shitty gifts that your competitors are putting out there and then you know snap your fingers it can be literally anything you want if it's alice you know exactly and it's just like yeah so like once like i kind of like figure everything out of like what this is going to look like i like content creation is going to be like a big big part of it and like i'll finally like have the time to like like be like oh like nick's just creating content but like that's not really his job right now but like now it will be my job so yeah yeah it will be you don't think it i mean you you've said how much the content creation is fun for you and is your thing sometimes when it's your thing like when it's your job it kind of can take away from it how are you gonna you know now you have to create content is that gonna make it harder or how do you keep your balance with that no because i think you'll still be like content that's like relatable to me like it won't be like self-promotion it won't be like oh you know go buy alice but like it'll be like funny like spoofs on it and like being able to like tie it back in but i think like like I, I would never have pictured myself as like a content creator, like two years ago, like I was just someone that would scroll and like never really do anything with it. And like now, like it's helped me become a better writer. It's helped me get out of my comfort zone and like do video because I used to hate like looking at myself on video. And it's just like, it's become really fun. Um, and just like trying and experimenting different things. And I think that from a digital aspect, like everyone is starting to go down that like digital, like rat hole of like, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, you know, TikTok, like more and more companies are, are seeing success there. And I think that if you can put your money and budget towards that versus like crappy display ads, 
I know where I take my money. Hundred percent. Yeah, crappy display. Oh God, you know, <laughs> old school stuff or print mail. Hey, little direct mail. Hey. Um, direct gift. On the other hand, I'll take that. Yeah, take that to the bank. Um, okay. The other thing you had mentioned earlier, we were talking about evangelism, was events. Mm. Are you going to them this year? Are there any events you're stoked to go to? I've been in such a Salesforce bubble that I I'm actually having fun figuring out what events I should go to now that I'm like free of just only going to Dreamforce and world tours and that kind of thing. So what are you seeing out there? You got anything scheduled so far? Anything I should take check out? So we're doing the Forrester summit in Austin in May. Um, so that's kind of the next one. We actually, we were supposed to do B2B MX in Scottsdale back in right. February. And we pulled out last minute on that just because it was still a hundred percent, you know, the, the, the pandemic stuff. COVID, yeah. Totally. Yeah. It, make, it made us feel like we, I don't know if they were hundred percent set up for success, but turns out it was a pretty good event anyways. But I think what yeah, we yeah. really want to double down on is the micro events, like the face-to-face, like smaller in different cities. And we just go and we just like network with people and just have a good time versus like the, the trade show route. Interesting. Tell me more about this micro event. Are these like, are these like Nick events? Are these, we got a mailing list, you know, in our CRM, so a little I, bit of everything. I, yeah. I think it's a little bit of everything. Like I'd like to just kind of go, I, I yeah, we always joke that like, it would be fun to like rent like a, like a truck or a van, just like travel across the country and like, just like go and like have good times and like do these five to nine events, but like in yeah. person and maybe, you know, maybe it's dinners, maybe it's like whiskey tastings, maybe it's like ax throwing, whatever, but like, we're just going and hanging out and like not salesy at all. Salespeople probably wouldn't even be invited, but just marketers hanging out with marketers and just like having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, what's cool about that is it, it doubled down on the, the five to nine. It doubles down on that, the, the you outside yep. of that, which is exactly what you're trying to send people with a gift from Al. It's just like, it's not about what, you know, a gift for your, your desk. It's a gift you're going to wear when you go hiking later. Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was interesting. I actually, um, I sent Chris Walker a gift earlier today and I know he's big into like exercising and CrossFit. So I sent him a, a Lululemon workout towel. I said, Hey, use this for your next workout. I know you're into it. Like that's something that someone would use versus sending them like another Yeti mug that they'll probably throw <laughs> in the trash. Dude, I can't tell many, how many, how many mugs I've gotten, you know, thank you to all the people who send me mugs, but you're right. I mean, I don't have enough cupboards for all the, all the mugs, you know, you don't want that. Cause then you feel like it's a waste. And then you have programs where they're like, donate your, your, you know, all your swag from the trade show to the poor or something. And I get, that just seems like a roundabout, like give them not the mug, you know, they probably need something else other than the mug. So that's like, it's sort of a broken system, but if you can give someone something they actually can use and need and, and that way you don't have to feel like a consumer. They feel like, oh, they got rewarded. Exactly. And that's why I think the personalization factor comes in and yeah. understanding people's five to nines. Like I know, you know, he enjoys working out and CrossFit and traveling, things like that. So if you can relate to those person's interest in their five to nine, a gift's going to go a lot further with a personalized approach of me, say, sending a video on top of that. Like, yeah. Versus just like anyone can send someone a gift card. Like, yeah, like I love gift cards. Send me Amazon gift cards. Sure. But like, it won't be memorable for, for me. Yeah. You're not going to remember when you, the transference doesn't quite make it there, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I still know about the, the Patagonia hat that I got from, um, how was Marketo? Yeah. See, <laughs> but I know I got it off Alice. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's all about knowing more about them. I find that podcasting is like that too. You can get into in the first half, we're talking shop and the second half where you ask people about their story. If anyone's curious in your story, they should check out you know, your first episode where we, we dove into it, but learning about the person it can be a great way to find out what would be the thing to send them. Exactly. Yep. Man. So cool. So you're going to make some micro events. You're going to travel around the country, whiskey, Axes, maybe not at the same time. Maybe, maybe at the same time. Maybe at the same yes. time. First aid kit now available on Alice. <laughs> comes so free good. with all comes free with all registrations. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, personal personal tourniquet <laughs> with the <laughs> your brand on it. Uh, so good. Well, this is good, man. Uh, I'm excited for you. The last thing I had that I want to dive into on the evangelism is you mentioned a, a community. Mm. Um, you called it revenue. Was it revenue? Revenue error. Yeah. Nice. Tell me about that. What is that? Yeah. So you know there was. I feel like there's you know communities like Pavilion, Rev Genius. Like nothing against them. They're great communities, but they're broader, they're larger that covers sales, marketing, and RevOps. I wanted something that was like originally failed marketing and ABM focused, but then I thought, why don't we like expand it a little bit and go into revenue marketing? So like failed marketing, ABM, events, demand gen, and growth. And so myself, Arthur Castillo from Chili Piper and Joel Primack, um, who's now at Lattice actually, we came up with this idea of like creating this community. And so one, we've created a Slack community where we're trying to keep it smaller, tight knit for marketers that are in there that can use this as a way to best practices, level up their career, do different types of events, networking opportunities. But also we created a free job board where like all these revenue marketing roles They've been on there and I think we have over a hundred right now of companies that have submitted and people that need to look for new opportunities. It's a great resource to just hop in and like, see what your next role is going to be. That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you, do you see continuing that growing that will Alice have its own community as you evangelize? So, so I'm going to definitely continue to grow revenue era. It's funny. Cause like, you know, as soon as people heard that, like I was creating it, I had like companies that were lining up wanting to pay me to like have access to it. They were like, you know, what can we do to sponsor? And I was like, I, wow. I'm not at the point of expect accepting sponsors. I want to understand like what this is going to be, where yeah. it's going to go. And I said, it's going to be like six months to a year before I even think about bringing on sponsors. Cause I don't want to water down the, the content piece and like the learning piece of it. Um, and so, you know, I think that'll be kind of a big piece. And I feel like Alice is, you know, even knowing they're not officially a sponsor, I do leverage Alice gifts to a lot of like people within the community because they are our ICP as well. So it's like killing two birds with one stone. Totally. And the more and more that we grow this, it will be like fantastic. And who knows, maybe it stays separate. Alice creates like uh, more of like an internal customer community. It's something we've explored. Um, not sure if we're going to go down that path or not, but you know, I think piggybacking off of the revenue era is, uh, is more than good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like a gifting community. Yeah. Know. Yeah. How many, how many things are in there now? Uh, I, it's, I think it's, it's over 10,000. No, yeah. I'm pretty sure you it's heard like, it here. A billion. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to me. I have, I have no idea, but a billion. It's, I mean, we've done like so much, like we're, we're, we've partnered with like Staples and Overture to kind of like help um, facilitate like just scaling what this looks like, like doing kidding and branded boxes. I actually did one for the Demand Gen Live community with Chris. And, um, you know, I put like a microphone, branded Demand Gen Live microphone in there, a ring light in this, like, they call it a cozy cape. It's kind of like an adult Snuggie, but it was like a Refine Labs and like uh, Demand Gen Live like cape. And then there was like this cool little um, note card in this beautifully well-designed box. And it actually should be shipping out to, to people, I believe, this week. And so the goal is if you post it on social media from like an unboxing standpoint and tag Alice in Refine Labs, I'll send you another gift. But I'm hoping to create this like social momentum like yeah. around that. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. And that's fun. It's not the normal stuff either. It's not some random yeah. photo or complaint about this or that. That's yeah. like, that's cool. That's really yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, well, this is great, man. Thanks for thanks for coming on here. Where can people, I mean, we have so many things for people to connect with you on. Where do you want them to hit you up yourself? And then what kind of things would they should check out for Alice? And how do they get on your list? And how do they ring the bell and all that? <laughs> yeah, definitely find me on LinkedIn. That's still where I spend a majority of my time. And so, I mean, I reply to every single DM, unless you're going to slap pitch me, then I will remove you as a connection. But if Wait, you're nice that it's like slap pitch, like, you know, you or like, you know, connecting pitch, you, you send me a connection request. And then, then that first message, Hey, 
here's a yeah. lead gen service that you have no need for, but I'm going to send it to you anyways. Like, so I've heard connect and pitch, but I like slap pitch. That's yeah. Just... I've been using slap pitch a little bit too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No slap pitchers out there. Okay. So you want people to connect LinkedIn is definitely the prime place. Hit yeah. the like the, the bell, all the things. Exactly. And then you can also follow me on, on TikTok. Like I said, I'm, I'm experimenting over there trying to do funny little videos, but Nick B underscore two zero zero five is, is my username over there. And um, check out Rep Your Brand. It's a, it's a podcast for B2B marketers that are looking to create and build their own personal brand. And so I've had you know, people like Dave Gerhardt, Justin Welsh, Kyle Coleman, Amanda Natividad, so many incredible people on there. So definitely check that out as well. That's awesome. You just get the chance to learn from everybody, you know, just and po- nothing like a podcast for learning. Exactly. You know? I don't even care if anyone listens, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> that's the secret, right? The secret is, look, I, I'm going to learn. So if you want to join me, go for it. That, that's how I feel about this podcast. Um, we've got some great people learning along with me. Um, and I know we should all, it'd be fun if we're all at the same place, same time, but we can't, but so this is the best, next best thing. But yeah, the idea of like learning. It's just yes. so good. So good, man. It's okay. These are all great things. Should we check out Alice? What should we do? Alice. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you're looking, if you're looking for gifting and trying to cut through the noise, especially in a digital first world, check out Alice.com. We're actually tweaking some stuff to the website to make it more appealing. Um, if you request a demo, mention me by name. Uh, I will make sure to take care of you and send you an extra gift. So hell yeah. That there it is right there. And that, I mean, a gift from Alice, there's so many things in there. There's Patagonia, there's this, there's that, there's, uh, it's, it's so good. That's, that's an offer unto itself just for doing the demo. But now last time I was, this is a while ago, but are there certain, there's certain minimums though, right? So you need to be a certain size company. You can't, we're not just doing one or two gifts, you know, for like the tiny company, you got to have to be one of those larger companies, right? Yeah, I would say, I would say, you know, it's, it's for companies that are usually marketing led, but they're sending, you know, a couple hundred gifts per year. And it's like, I mean, it's cost is anywhere from like 15,000 to like 50,000 for like a yearly, like yearly cost. Right. So if that, if that sounds like your, your total budget of a company, one day you'll grow into the size that you can use Alice. But if that sounds like a rounding error, then by all means, definitely go check out Alice. Uh, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. This, this has been great. Yeah, great to catch up with you. So good, man. Um, well, I appreciate you coming on here. Uh, I've learned a ton. And for those out there listening, I know you have because I literally have two pages of notes over here, front and back. Uh, if you've learned something, share this episode with someone else. That is thought leadership. Just getting good information, good learning. Um, so it's not just myself and the person listening, but someone else out there gets to learn from Nick too. Um, amazing. Thanks again, Nick. I appreciate it, dude. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, it was a ton of fun. Absolutely, man. And man, and we'll, we'll check back in when you've got your, uh, your official robes, <laughs> your evangelist robes, and, uh, we'll just geek out on gifting for a little bit. Can't wait. All right. Hey everybody. This has been another crazy episode of the hardcore marketing show. We will catch you all next time.